Buenos Nachos Amigos, and welcome to Record Breakers, a music podcast of friends sharing music with each other, kind of a book club for music. Uh, we each take turns sharing an album, and the hilarity ensues. I'm Peter Rave, your man with no plan. He would and no voices. internet for weeks. Yes, <laughs> and no internet for weeks. Uh, oh, God. And we're back. Uh, here with me again, reunited, and it feels so good, uh, is our crew, our team, our squad. Uh, we've got Brett. Ahoy, hoy. We've got Drew. Hey. And we've got Patrick. Welcome back. Your dreams were your ticket out. Yes. Uh, we're here to talk about music, and the provider of the album this week, and this time, and once again... Uh, is Drew, if you remember, from all those times of years ago, year, many moons ago, he was the one. Ah, moon. Ah, moon. Yeah. Uh, what, what do you do for us? Um, this one I pulled up just because I've been digging into the music genre here and, and I've been digging what I've been hearing. So I sort of pulled out one that's considered a pretty good slice of what that is. And it's actually the name of the album. Um, it's also sort of a pseudonym for the genre that it's in. Uh, it's a French electronic uh, musical creator known as Kavinsky and his album Outrun. Mm-hmm. It's like naming an album uh, Rock and Roll. <laughs> uh, well, no, you got to name it a, a Sega video game. Yes. Um, that, Yeah. Uh, like naming your album Bubble Bobble. Yes. You know, I'd play. I'd, I'd, I'd put that record on. Columns. If, Anna, if Anna Monaguchi came out with a record called Bubble Bobble, that would be freaking sweet. Uh, uh, and then uh, follow, put that on the playlist with uh, your, your, uh, everyone's favorite album, Act Razor. Uh, Act Razor was fucking cool, though. Damn, I feel bad for Ben uh, not being able to beat that. Uh, but <laughs> that being said. <laughs> I was like, what the hell is he going? Oh, oh, yeah, I remember that. Uh, Back when he had internet, that was something. Yes. Uh, well, let's talk about expectations. Uh, Brett, what expectations did you have coming into this album? I mean, I, I, I was familiar with the some songs off of this, especially one that you couldn't get away from forever. Uh but no, I, I had never really delved into the pseudo 80s. I, I, I just chopped up and snorted the straight 80s uh, electronic sounds instead of uh, the, the, the pseudo fake. But, you know, just like I like, uh, well, I, I guess I don't actually like the, 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 the fake 50s, but I do like the fake 70s and the fake 80s. Um, and like, I, I think that the, the fake late 80s is a great place uh, to spend a little bit of time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Patrick, what are what were your expectations coming into this album? I'm not entirely sure. I'm not the one who told Drew about this album. Uh, but I've been listening to this for a while, uh, probably the last year or so. It's awesome. We've all been listening Spoiler to this alert. for a while. Spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But uh, I was familiar with this. I sought it out. When I heard that, that it existed and sort of the basic concept of it, I was like, yeah, man. And then realized I had heard one of these songs in a movie several years ago. Nice. 
Um, yeah. This is a really uh, interesting album musically. Uh, Drew, how would you describe this album musically? Um, I think Brett sort of alluded to it. This album is very, like, 80s inspired, as much of, as I said, that Outrun Synthwave, whatever you want to call it, is. Um, taking its name from one, that beautiful game in 86, using the Ferrari. Um, this album... Uh, conceptually is supposed to follow a uh, kid who crashed his car in the eighties and came back as a zombie to create. And this is what Kavinsky was aiming for is a zombie that came back to create house music. And this is the album there. And um, that he created the yes. character, um, which I think is hilarious. Um, for one, as a backstory of an album that is pretty much just like super, super like 80s inspired. Like uh, Brad said, this is something that if you're familiar with sort of that sort of house music sort of idea, imagine that like plucked out of the 80s. Right. And something that the synths in this are heavy and reverby there is some just really cool um layering within that as well the drums to me have like that very driving feel to it and the the parts where there are like hints in lyrics that are smattered within a couple of songs of the actual underlying story and the crash of this Ferrari Testarossa and all that sort of stuff is just cool. Like this, this album from front to back is something that when you think of something that would ooze style in all of the good and the bad that that can bring, I think this does that very well. Um, it's something that like I've been saying for a while, I've been getting into weird, like the synth waves and the vapor waves and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. And this, I think Simpsons is something wave? I've watched too many. Look, when I go on YouTube, there is a vapor wave, like chilled out channel that does like that sort of music. And it's definitely Simpson wave inspired. Cause yeah. it's definitely just Bart with his stupid cassette player, bobbing back and forth. Um, <laughs> I'm not proud of myself, but it's something that's kind of neat. Um, but I figured like this for that like synth wave sort of thing is something that is a perfect vertical slice of like, hey, this is what that is. And I think it's a good stepping stone into that because it's catchy and it does it well, but it doesn't like overdo it. It's not super strange or anything. And I don't think it's going to put anybody off. It's just a fun time. Yeah. Uh, Brett, how would you what would be the theme elements that caught your attention? Well, I'll piggyback off a lot of what Drew said, uh, but, uh, you know, musically, um, you know, there's a lot of ambient synths. Uh, there's some 80s high gain and super sustainy guitar, um, some uh, hot synth melodies, modulation everywhere you look. Um, you know, you, it's, uh, I, I think this album is, uh, is at its best when there really aren't vocals, um, because... I'm one of those guys. Uh, uh, I, I, I think that a lot of the uh, composition of this album is done very, very well. 
Um, but, uh, you know, I, I, the vocals are, are, are somewhat, you know, it's, there's, there are a little bit of English is not their, their first language going on that, that I enjoyed a little bit on some of the lyrics. And then there's like, there's a wide variety, um, of, of vocals, uh, to choose from on this album, but really like what, what brung you was the, was the weird, uh, like John Carpenter written score type sounds and the, uh, you know, the sound of, uh, you know, what an led must sound like when you're on the drugs. Um, and, uh, it's, it's not exactly a straight eighties like sound. Um, it's sort of this, the revisionist eighties aesthetic, but, uh, I, it, it, it caters to, uh, what I enjoy. Um, but you know, it, it's well put together. I mean, it's put together by a, uh, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a DJ's album. Um, this thing has been, it would not have been released unless it was exactly the way that, that uh, they wanted it to come out. And it shows it's a very, very solid polished album. Yes. And uh, yeah. exactly what all of what drew said as well. Yes. That's, that is something that actually to point that out, that's something well, I think that you get with that sort of some electronic music when the person that's making it really cares is that you he's one dude and he can take the time on it that he wants like there's no one else pushing him like he was like no I'm just going to do what I'm going to do that's why Daft yeah. Punk's made like what four records in total <laughs> like yeah. they can just do whatever they want and take the time that they want and it's fine yeah vo- vo- and the vocals provided by by a Frenchman and a Brazilian chick and it's through a vocoder a lot. Yes. <laughs> uh, Patrick, what would be the theme song that caught your attention? Um, so this is the way I kind of think of it. It's it's rooted in French house, but which most people think of with Daft Punk because I bet he's a real jerk. You know his bedside yeah. manner and <laughs> French house. So, I'd, I'd watch French. Smells house. bad. Lots of cheese. Yes. Yes. It's still Something not more smoking. Slightly more smoking and a lot more alcohol. Um, but Daft Punk music is almost all sample based. If it's sample based, it's uh, disco. And to the point where Daft Punk went and made a fucking disco record. Yeah. This yeah, is. Disco take- punk record for fucking- yeah. Yeah. This is taking that same concept, but like pulling everything out of like 80s electropop. This is like if Daft Punk wasn't doing disco, but they were doing like Gary Newman and Soft Cell. Like it's taking <laughs> that it's taking that that sort of a sound and the the instruments and the ideas of that and then mixing it with like modern house music and 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 not super modern, but like like French house circa, you know, late 90s, early 2000s. Like it, it has that there is there are more than a few songs on here that are what I would call Daft Punk esque, and I say that as a compliment because I love Daft Punk and I you know I think they're if you want to know the height of electronic music they're they're pretty damn close to the top of that mountain, but this is again with the eighties aesthetic spelled out with spaces in a really good font. Yeah. Uh, it, it's and like I am I am someone who loves the concept of a driving album and this is this is built for it. This is an album where like late at night, windows down, darkness, alone on the road. It's perfect. It is the the soundtrack of city that. lights going by you and yeah. drugs all up in your nose. <laughs> the, the, uh, in the, the imaginary Miami nights. Yes. <laughs> the the 
Uh, yeah. Are we having technical difficulties? I have to do the thing where I plug the microphone in. Uh, I'm going to have to check what the hell the deal is with this microphone. Uh, and, or this cable. Right, this cable. Uh, Don't accept um, that cable's PD. Yeah. Uh, but I was saying the, the imaginary Miami Knights, <laughs> like of like, you know, this is of, this is Grand Theft Auto Vice City, the album, yeah. without like like it soundtrack is soundtrack done by John Carpenter. Yes, yes. <laughs> if if the Grand Theft Auto Vice City soundtrack was done by John Carpenter, it would be this. Yes, uh, yeah, and it's it's a fun it's a fun album to listen to on your drive, even if like you just have like a little fifteen minute commute, like I do, <laughs> like you just have like a quick little commute and just like pump it up and uh it can make it even more fun and enjoyable uh but yeah let's talk about some of the key tracks uh some of the songs the zeroing on them drew what are some of the key tracks to zeroing in on well um sorry uh part of this is going to be me doing the drew thing a little bit um but prelude i don't know if i really count as a full song because prelude the blizzard is the monologue and that sound gets you into sort of the mood of what the album is going to be. And then blizzard sort of hits that like, Hey, this, the, the idea is there's, there's a zombie that got into a car wreck in the eighties and he woke up in the 2013 and he decided to make music like that. Like, so it's like, if you're doing it as the score to a movie, this is the guy out of, time and out of place and doesn't know where he's at in the mystery like that's what blizzard to me like that actually like when you can do that without words i think that's really cool um and then that leads into proto vision which i think is that song just fucking oozes style out of everything i fucking love proto vision and everything it stands for um testarossa overdrive um to me that song just again the beat itself hits you over the head in a way that just if you want to talk about drive um before we get into my last song i'm going to talk about like this is a song you can drive to like this is a song that like really gets you like sort of in that sort of feel like cruising down the road like you feel fucking cool but the song that was in drive was night call and that song is just also like the effect on the vocal the sound of the synth like if you want to take like that retro wave ideal and you want to take like a chunk of like what every instrument could sound like and what the like basis of that could be and melding that sort of 80s inspiration into something new like night call is that vertical slice like it is i've said it before and i'll say it again like there are sometimes a song in a genre that like you can pick out and be like this has all of the elements that people use in this genre and used in a really cool way and it was used in the movie drive and that's kind of cool too yeah. <laughs> yeah. uh Stay also with the lead singer of uh concerts are sexy which is cool <laughs> Uh, Brett, what would be some of the key tracks for you? Well, I'm going to not do the Drew thing, and I'm just going to talk about, like, three songs, but uh, that's because uh, there were three songs that I believe rose to the top. One of them being Protovision, uh, because the, I, I enjoy the simple, 
like higher registered reverbed out high gain guitar licks uh, under the beats. Um, it's not too much. It's about it, it's a nice little tight package, the uh, the crafted with care. Um, Rampage, uh, always pick player one. Um, but uh, the the symphonic string swells and the the pounded out melody, pounded, um, sort of you know on the left end of the piano are are really put to really really great use with the you know John Carpenter S synth pad and, and the beat. It it pretty great. Um, and then and then night call night call. It's the song you've probably heard. It's probably the song what brung this album. Um, but uh, you know it's 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 probably one of the the better uses of a vocoder in record breakers history and we haven't gotten into any auto real auto-tuned uh fun stuff uh any kind of uh vocal uh like less is more when it's changed when it comes to changing people's voices uh through synthesizers but uh you know there there was also some really really great english is not my first language like when the word there becomes dare and the yeah. becomes duh, it, it's, it's very endearing. Um, nice. I, I enjoyed it very much, but, uh, uh, like, I like you know, it very much. I do. I, I like it a lot. Um, but, Almost uh, like a light you know, there's blocking. some, there's some other hot bangers on this, but really those three stuck with me like the plague yes. for <laughs> way for, for through two hurricanes. This album yes. has kept me company. Yes. Uh, Patrick, how what, 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 how would you do? What what will be some of the key tracks for you? Uh, so I'm gonna end up saying some of the same. Protovision is the Daft Punkiest song I think on here, but again with that you know Gary Newman aesthetic. Uh, Testarossa Auto Drive. Uh, I'm probably like I'm I've been planning on purchasing a vehicle for a long time. <laughs> you get a I think Ferrari I'm finally Testarossa? there. No, no, but like, <laughs> like when I finally yeah. have a car that doesn't shake Let at 85 miles an hour, it will be me, this song, and the toll road where it's an 85 mile an hour speed limit and it's empty 80% of the time and you can fucking haul ass. Uh, as soon as like I'm through my car's break in, this song, me, that road. Say so your job must pay you better than I thought if you didn't touch the ropes. No. God, oh. I mean. I mean, I Fiero. honestly, I would not buy a Testarossa with that money. I would buy a Countach because I'm that guy, and it's just that was the car on my wall. But Testarossas are also cool. What about a Fiero? No, that's a bad car. Uh, yes, no, I don't want a Fiero. No, I, they're both terrible cars. They're both objectively <laughs> awful. If you want a Ferrari, you want a 355. But you know, what if you're, you're a big fan of the Detroit Tigers? You got a mustache, and you're in Hawaii, and yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 308s are cool too. Uh, night call. Does the uh, car come with cocaine though? Yeah, they all do. They all. It's like it's like it's like twenty dollar bills all have cocaine on it. Thomas Magnum did not do cocaine, there. but Thomas <laughs> Magnum never did coke. Higgins wouldn't put up with that shit. Hell yeah! You guys uh, miss us for a few weeks and we're punchy. <laughs> yes. Uh, night call is like the it, it, vocals on an electronic track can very often take away from it and be a distraction. This is like the vocals make it. Cause again, as Brett said, really, really proper use of a vocoder. Like if you're going to modulate vocals, do it fucking right. And this did it. Cause it just, it made it really cool. And it, if like, there is a song that really captures the idea of like trying to escape to this, like fictional future past, like this song really does it for me. And then, 
Uh, y'all remember that song that the Chicago Bulls played back when they were winning championships? It was called Serious by the Alan Parsons Project. Road Game, the intro of that sounds like Serious by the Alan Parsons Project. In like a really the- weird. <laughs> really that that like yeah. like just go watch Chicago Bulls intros from the 90s and it's like that weird synthy keyboardy thing and lots of it's I had no idea what that song was I'm like oh it's Alan Parsons project it sounds exactly <laughs> like road game like the intro to it and it is notable I, because that intro is so so like I get what you're on. saying it's a super like the moving piano line but it's super yeah. synthy I get it okay. yeah yeah it's it's I think I hear it yeah it's there it's not the same but it's like it's like of that aesthetic so it this album it it is it is it is the the aesthetic meme and in music form but like it's really really good at it yeah uh Uh, i I would like to give a a special shout out to suburbia for having the i think probably the one of the most uh cool rap goes here Generic raps. <laughs> we we have some space to fill. We need some rap. Let's put some. Yo, raps. is there somebody that used to be a guest on Yo MTV Raps? Can we get that guy? So oh, all like, right. Sound the guy that's let me get guy on, that sounds... Ed Lover. What's going on? We need to, we need somebody. Though to his credit, he was one half of the hip hop duo Mob Deep. Though I wouldn't say this is uh, the highlight of his work, but it was it was fun nonetheless because it didn't need to be much substantively speaking uh just cool rap goes here (laughs) uh to be fair yeah uh yeah let's talk about some conclusive thoughts to bring them back around the horn uh brett what would be your conclusion on this album as a whole well i would conclude conclusively uh, that this al- this album is, has has made it into uh, my a working playlist. Like it, it's a it's a pretty great um, album to put on because just like most of the music I like to put on that doesn't rely on lyrics, it delivers music uh, that will not distract me from my works, um, and it also speaks to my aesthetic. Um, so uh, you know. I, I'm a weirdo who listens to like weird, like guys had to haul around, you know, tons of gigantic console synthesizers and stuff to make weird noises. I enjoy that, but I can also enjoy a guy with a MacBook Pro making <laughs> awesome music. So, uh, you know, I, I your mileage may vary, but uh, it, it wouldn't hurt to listen to it anyway, just for context to know what this this outrun stuff was from. Yeah. A couple years ago, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, Patrick, what would be your conclusion on this album? If if I'm doing the gritty reboot of Initial D, I'm replacing the Eurobeat with this. That's where it needs to be. Like it is. Oh my god, that would be the best. Yes, I, that or Wong and Midnight, which is like Initial D, but for nerdier nerds. It's 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 Initial D, but for like doubles. I haven't seen that. Is that on uh, Crunchyroll? I might. Uh, I don't know if Wong and Midnight is. There's no dub of it, but I've seen some of it. It's pretty rad. No Hachiroku, no deal. No, no, no. There's an S30 30 Nissan Z, 240Z, that's called the Devil Z that tries to. Oh, 
and a I Turbo 911. Cowboy Bebop recently, so maybe I, I, I should actually. You're, you're a little late to that one. Yes, show. I know I'm late, but like when it's every lo-fi hip hop channel that I listen to says, "Hey, this reminds me of Cowboy Bebop," yeah. eventually I'm gonna take notice. You you will go down the seatbelts rabbit hole, and you will be happy. Just download all the soundtracks; they're worth your time if you haven't already. Have uh, I will. You you will worship at the at the they set fight music to jazz yeah. or they set fights yeah. to jazz music. It's great. Yeah. I get it now. Yes, I Yoko Kano is your hero. Uh, Wangan Midnight is not on Crunchyroll, unfortunately. It, you you can find it places on the internet. It's not it's not a show that was ever really localized. Uh, it oh. should be because it's it's like initial D but replace sense. drifting with uh, late night highway racing, I, just I telling a different part sense, of Japanese man. car culture. I'll take some subs, man. Uh, but yeah, as you were saying. Oh, uh, it, uh, it, yeah, I, I love this. I think it is. It is a hashtag aesthetic, but like it is hashtag my aesthetic. It's great. It's it, it, the music's good. The the era it's aping, as Brett said, like uh, he's not super into 50s revival, but like he can he can do some 80s revival. And I'm I'm with him on that. There was there was oh. good pop music in the eighties. Uh, if band. this was recreated today for nineties music, could you get away with calling it the Midnight Club? <laughs> or was that work. late night? No, that wasn't. The so one good midnight is about conceptually about the actual Midnight Club that was an actual. No, I'm just stealing video game titles based uh, on yes. the decade. The Need for Speed. But yes. Yes, Need for Need Speed. for Speed. The genre. Yes. <laughs> It would be. It would just be Speed Gran Turismo Dude. Two. That is the next Speed genre. Of course, I would go for three because Snoop Dogg is rapping about Gran Turismo Three. Well, yeah. he did that on, a, on a Need for Speed Game before the game existed. Yeah. That was, what about uh, the was the top Need for spin Speed Underground on? Two had Snoop Dogg? Yeah, Snoop Dogg was in. Well, never mind. Yeah, he also made music with Willie Nelson. Just yes. got to remember who, that. Who I'm seeing on Friday? Sweet. Cool. Ask because him how Snoop is. Nice. I will. I'll be like, how's Snoopy? You know, from my rafter seat. Mm, enjoy uh, your contact high. Yes. Uh, it's cause... it's a it's a benefit show for Harvey Relief. Yeah. But Willie's okay. on it. You in the room. Willie's too. on it, and, and I decided and I, I determined when I moved to Austin, I had to try to see Willie at least once while he is still alive. Although he will probably outlive us all. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Doesn't mean there's gonna not gonna be a lot of weed there just because it's a benefit <laughs> to Harvey. Like you oh, understand other people. Weed. Like fucking, yeah. this You're is also fuck. in Austin. I mean, yeah, come yeah. on. And it's Willie Nelson. Like there's yeah. gonna be hella weed. <laughs> like, yeah. Fuck, the, the dankest. <laughs> uh yes. No, this album is is a, is just a cool stylistic album, and it's fun. Uh it's. It, it, it's just a lot of fun beats and follow a lot of fun sounds. And it's a fantastic driving album. Uh, it's worth your time to at least check out. And But it's definitely worth your time if you like this to just explore more. I think overall, I still think Outrun, uh, the synthwave genre, is more a playlist genre than it is an album genre. At least to me. So if you, I, if this I, is a good this is a good jumping point, uh, and then go out and seek playlists and and have a you know a nice mix of styles. Uh, yeah, I don't know what you were gonna say. Jump off of that, Drew. Oh no, I was I was agreeing with you to a point. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh but yeah, Drew. Uh, what would be your conclusions on this album? 
Um, I think as an album, um, like PD said, there's a lot of uh, other um, synthwave sort of stuff out there that's really good. Um, you have your your gunships and your pilots and whatnot, and they're all really good stuff. They make really good music. the The thing is that I think that because uh, this went in with sort of an idea and a concept behind it, that this works really well as a full album. Um, whereas some other stuff, um, I will like pick and choose what I want. Um, it's kind of got that sort of going for it, I think, as a full album. Again, like Gunship Pilot, um, Laserhawk, which I think is one of the best names in Outrun, is Laserhawk. Um, is all good stuff, but this is something that, like, if you want to get the vertical slice, like, this is it. I think it's really, really well done. Um, dude's, bro, was talking about gear. Apparently, dude regularly writes music on a Yamaha DX7, so he's he he knows where his bread is buttered. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I, I think that, I don't know, it's something that I can put this sort of stuff on and really dig into. If I'm not going for my lo-fi DJ Okorari type stuff, I'm going for this. Um, I had to bring in something from this because God knows I'm not bringing in like Blank Banshee or 2184, like some weird vaporwave shit that nobody understands and everybody <laughs> hates me for. Um, I'm going to bring in the the 80s retro stuff and leave it at that. Yeah. Um, and we're all better for it. <laughs> uh Let's get into the main event of the evening. Finally back with another set of haiku reviews. So let's let's stretch our haiku muscles. Uh, let's appropriate some culture. Yes. Uh, let's get it started. Uh, Brett, what is your haiku? 80s beats and synth. A fusion of old and new. Great experiment. Uh, Patrick, what is your haiku? A Venn diagram. French house meets Miami Vice in a Ferrari. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just seeing Hugh Laurie in a... Anyway. Yes. Uh, Hugh Laurie can make some music. Um, sorry. Yeah. Uh, alright, my haiku. Uh, some cool synthwave sounds, though they can blend together, still fun to try to. Uh, Drew. What is your haiku? New genre for me. A perfect sample of it. Can't help but love it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and those are our thoughts on Kavinsky's Outrun. You see right there. Uh, you can, of course, find it on our Spotify playlist. Uh, play Record Breakers the home game. Uh, get through your hurricane experiences with our play, uh, special giant playlists. If you have like cell phone service, like I did, because I had Verizon, it was the only <laughs> Verizon was the only uh, company working d- during and after the hurricane, which is crazy. Uh, but yeah, play record breakers a home game on that Spotify yeah. playlist will be next week's record, uh, and that's my pick. Uh, we're gonna have a little bit of the uh, getting back to some hip hop sounds. Uh, with Jurassic Five 
and the pretty cool album Power in Numbers. Uh, it's going to be a fun discussion. Uh, so join us for that when it comes. But as then, then this is now. And you can, of course, find us all over the internet. Patrick is at Swagger. Brett is at HeyBittyBibbert, H-I-B-B-I-T-Y-B-I-B-B-R-D. Drew is at X, Juice X. I'm at PD Rave. The show is at 4 Record Breakers. That's number 4 Record Breakers. RecordBreakersPodcast.com. RecordBreakersPodcast at gmail.com. Rebelli.net for this and other shows. Rebelli TV on YouTube. And on Twitch. And we're on Stitcher. We're on Stitcher. We're on all the iTunes. We're on everywhere you have podcasts. Um, so go check it out. Like, subscribe, share, do all those things. Until next time. Hasta los huevos. Toodaloo. Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs> <laughs>